If there's a bumper sticker in our conversation here today, I would say it is trusted knowledge is the key. And we need to keep ever present in our mind that the goals of the star ratings, it's not just the pursuit of the rating itself, it's what's underneath and what actually influences physician abilities to serve their patients and patient behavior. But the goal of the star are the goals of healthcare, which is to deliver optimal, consistent, evidence-based care, which also includes creating a positive consumer experience and minimizing cost and eliminating waste. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Elsevier's Drug Information Podcast Series 2021. My name is Trey Anderson, Vice President of Commercial Pharmacy with Elsevier. Today, I'd like to discuss a topic that's always front and center in our industry, star ratings and the value of trusted knowledge. Star ratings have been around since 2007, and their intention is to drive improvements in Medicare quality and to make insurers more accountable for provided health care. It is important to note that even though star ratings are not assigned to retail pharmacy and PBMs, they play an important role and often feel the pressure as plans closely scrutinize the performance of their network. Retail pharmacy has taken on the role of healthcare advisors and are often instrumental in improving medication safety and adherence. Many pharmacists are expanding the role to influence the medical use measures outlined in the STAR ratings as they relate to medication safety and adherence. According to a recent study, pharmacy can impact up to 50% of a prescription drug plan's overall STAR ratings. I believe we all acknowledge that success under the STAR rating system is a critical part of doing business today. The quest for success has led health insurers, PBMs, and retail pharmacies to work together to formulate strategies to achieve top ratings. To effectively do this, they need access to trusted information and educational resources to deliver patient-centric care and to engage members in managing their own care. Joining us today is Brad Wilson. Brad is currently the founder of Wilson Strategic Consulting and is the executive in residence at Wake Forest University and the CEO Emeritus of the Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. Today, Brad and I will be discussing star ratings and the value of trusted knowledge. Welcome to the podcast, Brad. Thank you, Triggs. Good to be with you, and I look forward to being with your audience. Perhaps we should frame the conversation by recapping how Medicare health and drug plans are rated on the performance in the star rating system. Well, that's certainly a good idea because the star rating, while being a effective and simple measure, one, two, three, four, five stars, there's a lot of complexity underneath. So let's jump in. Medicare health plans are rated on their performance in five basic categories. The first one is staying healthy. In other words, how effective is the plan in keeping the network population that they cover healthy? And things like health screenings, tests, and vaccines are measured and are looked to to help determine what the star rating would be for that particular category. The second category measures how effective the network is at managing chronic or long-term conditions. And this is a very important category, recognizing that seven out of 10 chronic conditions account for the leading cause of death in the United States. It's also important in that prior to COVID, six in 10 adults have a chronic disease and four adults out of 10 have two or more chronic diseases. And you add all that up, and 90% of all network expenditures were for people with one or more of these chronic diseases and mental health disorders. The point being, in the context of all of those data points, 
it's easy to understand why CMS is focused on this particular star rating category. The third category measures how responsive the plan is in delivering and guiding care. The fourth star rating category monitors member complaints, how many issues there are with members getting services, and how many people exit the plan, and why do they exit the plan. And the last and fifth category is ranking the overall customer service performance of the healthcare plan. Now, turning quickly to the drug piece, drug plans are also rated on their performance, and there are four categories here. The first category is the overall customer service satisfaction of the customers or the clients of the drug plan. The second category uh, looks to member complaints, problems in getting services, and the improvement that the plan has made in their overall performance over last year. The third category measures the member experience with the drug plan, and most importantly, the fourth category is focused on the elements of patient safety and accuracy in pricing the drugs. So as I said at the beginning, let's Keep in mind that CMS breaks down each of all of these areas in considerably more detail, but I think this gives us a nice framework upon which we can hang our conversation as we move forward. Brad, that was a great summary and a good foundation for our framework, but we all know that change is constant within the star rating system, which makes navigating them a daunting task at best. If you add in COVID-19, it became an unprecedented year for healthcare. Can you speak to some of the benefits and concerns with the star rating system and touch upon how COVID-19 has affected star ratings? There may be a lot of detail here, but there's not a better way to respond to your question than get to that level of detail. Let's remind ourselves that there are about 20 million Medicare beneficiaries today and that about 34% of them are enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan, an MA plan. Now, as it relates to members, 81% of all of the enrollees are in a relationship, a contract, or a customer with a MA plan that has four or more stars. So, hence the importance of the star rating. You can see from this data point that customers, patients are looking to this guide to make the decision about who it is they want to do business with. And to understand how growth can be driven as a result of the star ratings, in 2019, 69% of the enrollees were in plans with four or more stars, whereas today it is at 81%. As you've mentioned, Trig, the only constant in healthcare is change, and the star rating system, and particularly 2020, was no exception. And we have to recognize, again, the pandemic has had consequences in the Medicare star rating system like it has in many other dimensions of our life. So, for example, CMS removed the requirement for submission of the 2020 CAPA survey data for Medicare health and drug plans, noting that Part C and D plans can use CAPA survey data collected for their internal quality improvement efforts. Now, that's a mouthful. The point being is that CMS is recognizing that the COVID year is unique and is giving some flexibility to the MA plans and how they look at things and measure things. 
Continuing on with other examples, CMS also announced that for 2021 calculations, CMS will use last year's HEDA's measures, scores, and ratings from the 2020 star ratings. For 2022 star ratings, looking forward, CMS expects MA contracts to submit HEDIS data this past June, from June of 2021, and MA and Part D contracts to administer the CAPA survey in 2021. Due to COVID-19 as well, relatively all of the Medicare Advantage and Part D contracts will qualify for the EUC adjustments that were finalized in the contract year 2020. And that was published in April 16 of 2019. For plans that qualify for disaster adjustments, the adjustment will result in the higher of their measure level rating from 2021 looking back at either 2018 or 2019 performance, and then looking forward to 2022, the look back will be on 2020 performance to be used as the measure. So I guess the point is, I know that's a lot of data and it's very complex, but I want the listeners to just listen to the melody. It's clear that CMS is trying to be fair and flexible with the unusual circumstances that we've all experienced of late and to try to make sure that the quality measures, the star ratings maintain their integrity, but yet recognizing everyone was under a challenge. Now, there are critics who would observe that even with all of this, it may cause a drop in some of the star ratings. So we'll see. But I think it's a good attempt by CMS to be fair and reasonable, all things considered. Thanks a lot, Brad. That was quite a bit of information to unpack, but I'm sure our audience will find that very, very interesting. If we may, let's just switch gears here a bit. Achieving success under the star rating system is a critical part of doing business today, and trusted knowledge in the form of evidence-based content is a powerful catalyst in driving that success. Can you talk a bit about the value of trusted knowledge and its impact on both star ratings? and the payer industry? Well, that's a great transition to the very important topic of trusted knowledge and how that influences and impacts star ratings, and quite frankly, the relationship with whatever your health plan might be. So while there are advantages of having evidence-based content at the point of care well-documented, the maximum value can only be realized when it's truly integrated across the enterprise. So you can have all the data in the world and it can be wonderful, but if you cannot deploy it in a timely way to actually impact physician decision-making on behalf of the patient that is sitting in front of the particular physician at that time, of course, it either has no value or the value will be less than what it might otherwise be. So trusted knowledge, in my view, is the pivotal foundation of collaboration between payers, PBMs, the retail pharmacy, the physician, their customer slash patient, and all of the other stakeholders. And it's absolutely critical to improving healthcare and achieving higher star ratings. And so only with the latest and best evidence-based knowledge can all industry stakeholders really work together to formulate strategies to achieve top ratings, deliver optimal patient and member services, and to engage and educate their customers and consumers and patients in managing their own care. So collaboration is absolutely 
key for everyone to attain the noble goal of trusted and powerful clinical information. Those are great points, Brad. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Clinical information updated as soon as it's received and delivered in a flexible platform has clinical advantages, especially as compared against other drug information that is delayed by manual updates and delivered by inferior technology. Relying on data that is truly up-to-date ensures clinicians are accessing the latest clinical trials, analyzing new information from expert perspectives, and using the timeliest treatment guidelines available. The result is confident clinical decisions, optimal patient safety, and a positive impact on value-based care. Elsevier is a leading provider of drug information, including Gold Standard Drug Database, which is built with today's flexible technology, evidence-based content, and a stellar editorial policy. Elsevier understands the importance of true daily updates, and this principle sets us apart from the other drug information providers. Is there anything else that you might like to add on this topic? Yes, I would like to emphasize again the importance of trusted knowledge, particularly in the payer industry, since that's where my experience is. Think about this. With a payer, multiple teams across the payer organization must have access to the same, the most current evidence-based information, which is also inclusive of the debates that are going on in the healthcare policy arena. There are teams that manage utilization and processing, uh, pre-authorizations, claims adjudication, chart reviews, you name it. There are also dedicated teams to member provider communications and drug referencing. So establishing evidence-based standards across all of these teams, all of the people that are involved in this process, will help increase consistency and efficiency while reducing unwarranted and quite frankly, sometimes suboptimal clinical variations. Also, in addition, a continually updated platform that can help them stay current with the latest medical advancements and protocols certainly enhance their ability to obtain as well as rely on trusted knowledge. So I would leave the audience with a couple of points to consider that moving forward, if there's a bumper sticker in our conversation here today, I would say it is trusted knowledge is the key. And we need to keep ever present in our mind that the goals of the STAR ratings, it's not just the pursuit of the rating itself, it's what's underneath and what actually influences physician abilities to serve their patients and patient behavior. But the goal of the STAR are the goals of healthcare, which is to deliver optimal, consistent, evidence-based care, which also includes creating a positive consumer experience and minimizing cost and eliminating waste. And so for payers, this is meant, and I think will continue to mean, that there needs to be effective and aggressive outreach and service around medication adherence and preventive measures, which deploy and use agile tools to that end having authoritative information right at hand in a timely way so that not only the payer, but the physician and the patient can make the best fully informed decisions. The payers need to continue to understand at a better and more detailed level the populations that are a part of their customer base. And of course, customer service and being responsive to the members that they have in these MA plans and beyond is absolutely key to the trusted relationship that is necessary 
for the knowledge to have value. Of course, communication, communication, communication. Consistent, easy to understand, and being available through multiple channels. And last but not least, helping members help themselves with access to the right information at the right time so they can make the best decisions for themselves and those members of their families that they help take care of and also influence. So putting all of these pieces together will help plans maintain and improve star ratings. And as a result of that, that means that they will be able to deliver the type of services that the consumers want and expect. And at the core, at the center of all this, is the need for the trusted, accurate information across the entire healthcare continuum and the enterprise. So a bit of a long-winded summary right here at the end, Trig, but I hope that it captures the essence of the conversation that you wanted to have today. Brad, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. It was a very interesting, in-depth discussion. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Elsevier has a variety of solutions I'm sure you'll find interesting, whether you're engaging in educating patients or ensuring the right decisions are made or enabling efficiencies that improve operations or leave more time for patient contact. Elsevier's drug database delivers manufacturer-reported data as well as trusted clinical content all more efficiently and faster than its competitors, enhancing productivity and informing decision-making. Our patient education suite provides consumer-friendly medication information in 21 languages, and our disease condition information is available in up to 17 languages to drive engagement with patients to help them manage and understand their condition and medication therapy. MedsOnQ by VUCA Health is an innovative digital patient education solution that reinforces safe medication use by providing patients with on-demand access to prescription-specific videos. Our patient engagement solutions engage, educate, and empower patients by giving them quick access to the same evidence-based information clinicians trust, but delivered in an interactive and patient-friendly way. Clinical pharmacology is a trusted source of current, accurate drug information tailored for the pharmacist, enabling quick and informed response to both in-the-moment decisions and research of complex cases. Clinical Key is a clinical knowledge solution designed to help stakeholders find the most clinically relevant answers through a wide breadth and depth of trusted content. These Elsevier solutions, among others, will continue to work behind the scenes to help healthcare organizations operate more efficiently and effectively to support stakeholders across the care continuum. I encourage you to reach out to an Elsevier sales representative to put our solutions to work for you. Thank you all for tuning in today's podcast. Please be sure to follow this podcast to automatically receive the next episode where we discuss drug pricing analytics. You can follow this podcast using all the major podcast catchers like Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I'd like to wrap up today's podcast with a quote. Without knowledge, action is useless, and knowledge without action is futile. Again, thanks for tuning in. I'm Trig Anderson. Have a great day.